Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 108th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to talk about simple misbehavior management. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So let's face it, misbehavior, dealing with misbehavior is nobody's favorite part of teaching. Nobody ever raised their hand when someone got up and said, raise your hand if you love dealing with misbehavior. That just doesn't happen. And the reason, you know, there are many reasons for it. But what I want to get into today is to really try to simplify how to understand misbehavior, how to look for misbehavior, how to react to it. And I want to break it down into the following components. Number one, we need to understand that misbehavior is part of human behavior. Kids are going to misbehave. And rather than react to it and be surprised when it happens, we should learn to expect it and understand the triggers, Learn, understand how to anticipate it. That's number one. Number two is we have to know how to measure it. Because if you can't measure it, it's not going to matter whether you're improving the situation, if the child is making progress, misbehaving less, you're not measuring it, you're not going to know. There's going to be progress, which I call invisible progress. Kids are going to do better, maybe on their own, maybe through some intervention that you're doing, and you don't have the measuring, the measured progress. You don't have the tools to measure it. So that's not going to work. And finally, the third part of it is that you need to Take those small, subtle steps of progress and show that to the child because not only is it hard for us as the adults in the room to measure the progress, the kids certainly don't see that. So if we're able to anticipate it, deal with it, understand that it's coming from a point of pain, that's also an important thing. There are two components to the misbehavior. One is that it's a child's reaching out for help. And this could be a young child. This could be a high school child. Kids reach out for help sometimes in the most dysfunctional ways, but nevertheless, it's a call for help, and we need to respond to that. Now, we do when we can, but there's another component that often gets our attention even more, and that is that it is disruptive to us. It's annoying and difficult for us when we spend time preparing a lesson and a single individual student or a small group of students or even a large group of students interferes with that. That's something that is a more personal pain point for us, and we react to that a lot better. And the litmus test, the way to know if you're reacting to a student's pain or to your own pain is when a student is misbehaving in a way that is not so painful for you. Do you still react to it the same way? Because if you don't, that means that you're not actually hearing the cry for help. You're only responding to your own pain point, which is fair. I'm not going to say that that isn't fair. I think that there's legitimacy to that. But what's important is to recognize that we're not always hearing the pain of the child. And if we can focus on that component, we're going to do a much better way of dealing with misbehavior. So step number one, it's important to keep track 
of every time a student misbehaves because the frequency of the misbehavior is a very, very important measurement. If you ever see a decrease in the frequency of the misbehavior, that's going to be progress. You're going to have a baseline of misbehavior, and it's not necessarily going to be the same every day. It's going to kind of average out, but you're going to get a sense for whether a student acts out once a day, once every other day, maybe five times a day, whatever it might be. But that baseline of misbehavior is so, so important because that's where you're going to be measuring progress from. A student who's acting out 10 times a day and is now only acting out seven or six times a day has made great progress. Whereas a student who acts out three times a day and is now acting out six times a day is going in the opposite direction. So you need to have that context in order to understand the progress. And that's super important. What I recommend is to keep a piece of paper handy or a, you know something to mark down every time a student misbehaves. This way you just have a count and that's what you're using to measure the baseline and we're going to measure the progress of that. The other thing that is important is how intense, how disruptive the misbehavior was because there is a difference between a student who is talking to the child that they're sitting next to or shouting across the room. It's not the same. So depending on how disruptive, how severe, how the qualitative value of the misbehavior, that's also important. So typically we'll use a scale, you know, a five-point scale or a 10-point scale, the higher number being more severe, the lower number being less severe. And that's important too, because sometimes kids are going to be impulsive and they're going to try to control their, their impulsions and they won't always be able to. And sometimes that's going to show up in a decrease in the frequency. Sometimes that's going to show up in a decrease in the intensity. But either way that there's a decrease, that's a way of measuring progress. And the only way you're going to measure that progress is if you're actually tallying this. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that this is what Class Stars is built on. It's so simple to record misbehaviors. And when you do it with Class Stars, you get the added benefit of having the timestamp. So if you're on single swipe mode, it's the single gesture. It's the quickest way to do anything. You just swipe down on the child's picture and you recorded that at this particular time, the student misbehaved. And that gives you the frequency count. We have a five point scale that allows you with another tap to record the qualitative intensity of the misbehavior. So you can measure that as well. If you want to take it to the next level, hit the single swipe toggle button, you put it into full function mode, and now you actually have the negative uh, misbehavior wheel, and you can record the actual specific misbehavior that took place. And now you can measure the progress. Now you're going to see over time whether your intervention is working, you'll see a decrease in the frequency or the intensity. And the key is to look for more mild misbehaviors. Don't wait until the misbehavior gets really bad because typically when kids are calling for help, they call for help in ways that are less disruptive first. And if they don't get a response, they're going to do more. It's like when you're trying to get somebody's attention, you may call their name. And if they don't hear you, you may say it louder. You may go tap them on the shoulder or start to shake them vigorously. They're just trying to get our attention. So if you are recording the more mild misbehaviors, then you're responding to the child's cry for help. And if you address those and sit down with the child at the end of the day or at the end of the week, when you have this record and say, look, I see you've been really struggling because this is what's been going on. And again, you're not framing it from a, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing 
or something like that, you're looking, you're looking at it as a struggle of the child. Then you sit down with them and you're compassionate and you say, what's going on? Why is this so hard for you? How can I help you with this? It changes the landscape drastically. You're now on the side of the child rather than being another obstacle for this child, another person that's just in the way or not understanding this child. And you sit down and you talk with them and you continue to measure their behavior this way. And then after the second week, you see that there's fewer misbehaviors perhaps, or maybe not, maybe it actually got worse. And then you can come and say, hey, I see this week was even worse than last week. So whatever we spoke about last week obviously wasn't helpful for you. How can we work this out? So again, the simple way of looking at it is don't be surprised with misbehaviors. Kids are going to misbehave. It usually means that they're struggling with something. Sit down with them, ask them what's going on, Ask them why they're not meeting the expectations. Sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. Sometimes there isn't really any struggle. The instructions aren't clear sometimes. And, you know, that typically is not going to result in a pattern of misbehavior unless it's a pattern of miscommunication or a pattern of misunderstanding. But patterns of misbehaviors are the ones that are really uh, the most difficult to treat. And so it's important to, to look for those patterns, measure those patterns, and again, remember by looking at the more mild ones, you're actually addressing the need of the student and not just your own need. Of course, Class Stars makes this super simple, and that is the simple misbehavior management tip of the day. I hope that you enjoyed it. Of course, I would love if you would leave a review or give a rating to this podcast because as Class Stars gets more and more popular, we're going to be doing a lot through the podcast and we want it to have as big of a reach as possible. So if you can recommend it to someone, if you can write a review, that's super helpful for us. We're really trying to push it out and I appreciate if this was valuable for you, share it with someone else and that will be valuable for us. Take care. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.